welcome, my friend, to another episode. Hey, before we get started, I want you to picture this, your best caregiver self. What would it look like? Imagine living your caregiver journey with vitality and joy. It might seem like a distant dream right now, but you know what? It is entirely within your reach. When you craft a personalized path focused on quality care and your well-being, the impossible becomes possible. That's what the Empowerful Caregiver School is all about. You'll receive daily video lessons, a robust journaling workbook packed with practical strategies and reflective questions guiding you towards growth and empowerment as a caregiver. Plus, you'll be part of a supportive community in our private Facebook group and join us for bi-weekly group coaching sessions. Let's rewrite your caregiver story together. Join Empowerful Caregiver School today and start thriving. Click on the link in the show notes or go right out to my website at kathylvan.com forward slash empowerful to learn. Okay, let's jump into today's lesson. People call me a hustler, a powerhouse, a bootstrapper, an energizer bunny. I am energetic. I am determined. I am an achiever. Is this you? Is this you most of the time? Some of the time? Is this you before caregiving or something you're striving for? Today's episode is all about the go-getter. One of the results of my quiz called What's Your Caregiver Style is the go-getter. In episode 22, I shared another result and that was the pleaser. But in today's episode, episode number 23, I'm going to talk about the go-getter. Hello everybody, it's Kathy here. As we dive into the go-getter, I want to start out with talking about the qualities of a go-getter. Go-getters are active, flexible people who put a great deal of passion and energy into juggling it all and being that effective caregiver. Think about you. Do you have the ability to adapt, the willingness to jump in, being jump in with a positive attitude and enthusiasm and provide comfort to your loved one, you may be a go-getter. You pride yourself in staying motivated and ambitious with high levels of organization and multitasking. Your motto is get it done and I'm waving my hand or figure it out. Can you relate? These qualities may be innate or you may have had past experiences that taught you to be a go-getter. Let me talk about what go-getting is and what maybe you are as a go-getter. Your discipline is the first one. You manage your time well and will use every bit of it. You understand the importance of your loved one's care and you balance your job, you balance your passions, your goals, and all those other essential responsibilities. And what I mean by that is like your house, hold chores, 
your uh, personal uh, workout routines, you know, the lawn, the groceries, all of that. You might find yourself using a planner or a scheduler so that you stay on task. And and for me, I have go-getter tendencies and I kind of get high off of having the, the calendar and everything figured out. Um, another one of a go-getter uh uh, definition here is you celebrate small achievements. You don't focus on those magical celebrations at the end of the road. You take those small chunks and you celebrate each day and practice gratitude. And I can't tell you enough, even if you don't have go-getter tendencies, practicing gratitude will keep you in that positive space. And so I do each morning, I, I Gratitude, the five things I'm grateful for, no matter if they're big things or small things. And most of the time, they're just small little things that I do or I've seen or I've heard. Um, and for go-getters, too, sm- celebrating small achievements. Do you see that? Celebrating. Celebrating small achievements. May, um, checking off boxes make make you feel good as well. Go-getters are also passionate. You realize the importance of your loved one's relationships and care, but go-getters are also passionate about what they do and are excited to work on many things that they care about. And you might even care about many things at the same time. A go-getter might even pursue a passion in this challenging, crazy time of caregiving. Maybe you decide you want to write a book, or maybe you start a business, or you take up a hobby during this challenging time um, right alongside of caregiving. That really means that you are have some of those tendencies. Another one here is go-getters find support. And they empower family and a team together to get the best possible care for their loved ones. They just don't do it all. They empower, which is really cool. Um, Maybe you surround yourself with like-minded, ambitious people. You realize the importance of choosing friends and community that are positive and authentic, especially in this time. I always think about a go-getter quality as a coordinator of their loved one's care. Um, I know for me, I actually created a private Facebook group and included all my family members, um, like my brother's family and, his, and like his kids. And so it's my mom's grandkids, my kids, grandkids, and so on. And so when my mom needs care and I can go out and saying, here are all the things that need to be done. Let's go ahead and figure out and figure out who can help and get everybody involved and utilize all their skills and strengths and and all of the um, efforts that we can together. Go-getters are courageous. There is no space on your mind to fear and doubt. You experience fear just like everyone else, but you're not afraid to tackle new challenges ask questions, and find help. I didn't have this at first when I started caregiving. Um, I've had it in the rest of my life, but in caregiving, I had to learn how to ask good questions and not be afraid of sticking my 
my mouth out there, sticking my nose out there and saying, what does that mean? You know, why are we doing these tests? Why do we have to go ahead and do it this way and so on? So you're not afraid to ask for help. You're, you call for help or you just try it and make mistakes and until it works. Caregivers are persistent. Quitting is never an option for you when it comes to your loved one and your passions and goals. I can attest to that. Quitting is never an option because really, I kind of laughed at this one because you really can't quit on caregiving. You have to, you could find another alternative for your loved one, but your loved one, you can't quit on them. You can't walk away from it. Um, Even on days when motivation runs low, you put your head down and get your hands dirty. Um, this is why I think the quality of determination is one of the traits of a go-getter. And then the last one we talked about already is you're not afraid to make mistakes. You don't fear making mistakes or trying new things. You, you take every ounce of this caregiver journey with your loved one, whether that be your spouse, your boyfriend, your fiance, your mom, your dad, your aunt or uncle, whoever it is. And you take it as a learning opportunity because really there's no magic potion or, or magic crystal ball to tell us what's coming next. So what are the impacts of caregiving? I'm, I'm sorry, go-getting. What are the impacts of go-getting? A go-getter can be good and it can be a bad thing. It's good because you are a high achiever and you have the right intentions. You're driving for the best care for your loved one, as well as pursuing your goals and passions. But it can also be a bad thing if you if your go-getter mentality gets in the way. And I'm holding my hands on my face because it gets in my way sometimes as well. One of the 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 things that gets in my way, and I'm sure you can relate to it, you put a lot of pressure on yourself to be perfect when which can cause lots of high anxiety. And I laugh because it's never going to be perfect, but you try and try to go ahead and be perfect and get everything balanced. I think about, you know, you write down your, you know, your, 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 your plan for the week, all of the things that are happening during the week. Has anybody ever had a perfect schedule that worked exactly perfect throughout the whole week? Everything went on time. You got everything that you needed to get done. There were no issues. Heck no, there's a lot of things that go haywire. But we as go-getters put a lot of pressure on ourselves. You can work so hard. Another one is you can work so hard that you forget to live your life and have fun. That's a big one for a go-getter. Um, they're so, and, and I'm guilty of this, you're so focused on working and caregiving and your home and running errands and you have this to-do list that's probably, you know, as as tall as you are and you're worried, you work on that, you forget about your, your fun life, your socialization, your downtime, you know, date night with your significant other or going out with the girls or spending just time just sitting on the patio with a drink and enjoying yourself. You rarely take breaks or take time, which can sacrifice your well-being. Another one is you 
get frustrated or disappointed when your loved one's condition starts deteriorating or they don't have any progress because you you think that you can kind of fix it all. Um, it can be hard to accept the quality of care or the effort um, has nothing to do with the actual health-related issue. And so like, let's say maybe your loved one's going to physical therapy and they're not making any progress, you can get disappointed or frustrated. And sometimes that can come across as you're mad at your loved one, or you're mad at your health professional or whatever. Um, and uh, a bad side of go-getting is you struggle and sometimes are angry with others who don't have the same mentality of go-getting as you are. And you may come across as angry, like I said. You may come across as bossy or that big B word or controlling or a drill sergeant. Um, or you may come across as, as one that's not approving of their skills or their abilities. Like if a family member was helping you and they can't do it as well as you think that you do it, you may become disappointed in that, or you may go ahead and go back and redo something that they did because you are such a perfectionist. It's important to recognize and watch for these signs of of all of the go-getter bad habits or qualities that could impact you. Um, there are three signs of caregiver stress that um, or caregiver overwhelm. Um, let me flip over my page here once because I have a note here once. In episode number 21, I go through the three stages of caregiver overwhelm or the three stages, they are caregiver stress, caregiver burnout, and compassion fatigue. And I'll go into each one of these because you got to recognize if you're if you're in one of those bad habits, where are you at in the caregiver stress? Because that can affect your health and your well-being. There are first signs that you are in this stress as a caregiver or this overwhelm as a caregiver. Um, giver or as a go-getter. I keep saying caregiver and I mean to say go-giver. Let me repeat it again. Um, here are some signs of uh, of tipping the scales when it comes to go-getting. That means that maybe you are in, 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 in a stage of overwhelm that you should be aware of and that you become irritated or angry easily. That may be a sign that you are in caregiver stress. Um, as a go-getter, you're feeling overwhelmed or con- constantly worried. Um, perfectionists sometimes tend to do that. Um, I know for me, if I have a to-do list to get done and I prioritize everything out and something goes to hey, goes crazy and I can't get to my to-do list, I am so down on myself and I am so stressed that I can't get it done. Or you're noticing health issues like high blood pressure or heart palpitations or headaches or body pain. Pay attention to your body and your physical body when you're in that deep stress and overwhelm. You have difficulty sleeping. Uh, the other night I had difficulty sleeping because I had not gotten anything done on my list that day due to uncontrolled circumstances. And I was like in my head trying to figure out how am I going to get this done tomorrow? 
or you have trouble concentrating, you can't focus. Like I said, I have goal-getter tendencies, and I have learned over the last three-plus years to go ahead and really have a deep inner discussion with myself to say, Kathy, I have to move from go-getter to a go-giver. And let me explain what that is. First of all, let me tell you, I'm hyper-focused on my schedule, which you can't, can't you tell? I am super, um, a super, I want to stay organized. I'm trying to figure out the word, but I want to stay organized. Every Sunday, I do a plan for the week. I call it my Sunday planning. So I can look at my entire week and try to control as much as I can so that I can make the best of my time. And really, my goal is to be an effective caregiver. I want to be able to be the best I can at my job and work my business. And then also being able to balance the essential stuff at home and my and my workouts and my well-being. Ultimately being a caregiver, uh, here we go again, ultimately being a go-giver. I need to have a shot collar or something. Ultimately being a, a go-getter tipped my stress level to an unhealthy level um, where in, I started in 2018 where I started gaining weight. I had major stomach issues. I was deeply depressed. And as much as I took pride in getting things done, I was stretched and overcommitted. So that's why I shifted my thinking from go-getter to go-giver. As a go-getter, I wanted to be the best at everything. But as a go-giver, I want to be the best at everything to myself first. And so that's why I adopted adopted the word go-giver um, there's a lot of pressure and a lot more joy. Um, I'm sorry, there's a lot less pressure and a lot more joy when I start giving to myself first. And really what happens then is everyone benefits. Um, here's what I did. I started thinking like a manager and I was a caregiver manager. I was a manager of my life. I started asking for help and figuring out ways to do it all smarter, not harder. I found a team. Like I said, my brother helps. Um, his kids help or my nieces and nephews help. My husband, when he is not sick, he pulls the weight at home. Um, when my husband is sick, um, I ask my kids for help or my neighbors help with the, um, with the snow blowing. So I started really thinking about the teams of people that can help. Um, I'm, I'm open now to not being perfect. I'm, I actually have a, in the back of my journal, I actually have, um, a kind of a laugh out loud things where, you know, things that went to craziness and I totally lost it. I write down the mistakes that I made so I can look back at them and see patterns, but also can laugh at it. The other day I left my mom's car keys on the bench downstairs in her basement of her parking garage because I was putting on my mask, helping my mom. And then the office called and said, hey, your keys are in the office. Somebody found them. And I laughed because, oh my gosh, what does that tell me, Kathy? Slow down, take a breath, 
or it's just like, it is what it is. So being open to not being perfect, being okay with letting the small things or less than important things fall. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think back. I'm looking at my phone. There was, there was two episodes, um, episode number 16 and let me see here once. Um, there was another one too, where I had, I interviewed Amy. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, here at episode, episode number 16 and episode number 18, both of these ladies that I interviewed talked about letting the small things fall and letting it and being okay with it. It's okay to go ahead and not, not have everything in place. Accepting the joy in the new normal and, and embracing your new normal was another one. And sitting down, and this was the most important thing, sitting down and spending time with your loved one versus doing all the stuff. Sitting down with my husband and just enjoying the time that he was awake when he was, um, when he was recovering from his chemotherapy and then using the time when he slept as my busy time um, and really focusing in on just that. Things can wait. Things can go ahead and, you know, we ordered in food versus me cooking so I could go ahead and have conversations with him. So just about ready to um, close up this episode, but I have two key takeaways for you. How can you move from a go-getter to a go-giver? And remember, giving to yourself. It starts with awareness, and I really want to encourage you to take the What's Your Caregiver Style quiz and get your results, finding out where you're at. Um, There are three results that you can get. You can go to um, kathylvan.com forward slash quiz. I'll put that in the notes, and you can take that quiz. It's totally free. Um, and then you'll get a robust, in-depth results of who you are. And then also, my other key takeaway for you to really understand your awareness is listen to the episode before this one, episode number 21. And it goes through the three, I, I go through the three stages of caregiver overwhelm, which are caregiver stress, caregiver burnout, and compassion fatigue, and understanding where you're at. Because once you know what style you are, where you're at in your overwhelm journey, then you can start working on solutions or trying things to go ahead and help your physical your and your mental stress and, and try to reduce it. You're never going to get rid of it. Um, at least that's my opinion, but you can reduce it and you can find healthy boundaries and healthy ways to overcome things. Um, so I hope you enjoyed today's episode called Go-Getter and identifying if you have go-getter tendencies. Um, just my lasting thoughts are being a working woman caregiver is hard and each day brings its new challenges and new stress. I don't think I've ever mastered it. You know, there's always something um, to go ahead and do. Just remember, you can't pour from an empty cup, an empty pitcher, an empty kettle. Um, you And it's important that you 
what you put in your cup is going to go ahead and be something of valuable for you. So it's important to think about what you're putting in your cup each day. So my friend, just to close, I want to say, first of all, hugs, um, advice is embrace your journey. Um, look at what you are learning each day and embrace your new journey and your caregiver style. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye for now.